Over the last few weeks, I've been sharing the five pillars that I've designed over the last 10 years of working with thousands of women to improve their fitness, grow their confidence, and change the way they see exercise and themselves for good. And these are the pillars that I know without a shadow of a doubt are non-negotiable if you want to get the results you most desire and feel at your very, very best. Today, we're diving into pillar number four, which is all about movement. Yes, finally, we've reached the week where we get to discuss how to integrate fitness into your life, how you can see it in a brand new way, and what are the best ways to move your body. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello there, peeps. Great to have you back for this week's episode. Now, if you have not listened to the last few episodes, the first thing to say is don't worry. Each of the episodes that I'm doing right now are great as a standalone listen. However, I would definitely urge you to go back to those once you finish this one, because together, the episodes that I've been doing lately are going to help you to build a really complete picture of the areas that you might need to focus on more if you are on a quest to make some changes and get better results out of your fitness and wellness routine. If you have been listening over the last few weeks, then hopefully things are starting to fit together. You're starting to maybe see some areas where you can start making some mindset changes. You're starting to see the things that you maybe personally need to work on because it's going to be different for each and every one of us for sure. So hopefully you're starting to build that picture for yourself. Now, this week we're going to get on to the fourth pillar. Okay, so this is the fourth pillar to get the results or get the fitness results that you want, right? And it might be a surprise that I've left the fitness bit so long because we're talking about reaching your fitness goals. But here's the thing without the mindset, without addressing the stress, which are pillars one and two, then creating a regular fitness routine can be just bloody hard, if not actually impossible. So we need to have those things in place first, because if we don't have those in place, we can tend to be on and off the wagon all the time and just like wondering why we just can't be consistent with our workouts. So I really wanted to address those first, because for me, they are the bits that we need to have in place to make the rest of it that much easier and that much more likely to happen. Now, I'm not going to say that I can make this totally easy for you because that would be a lie. And the truth of the matter is that I still have to push myself. I still have to push myself to get up and do that workout all the time. So please don't sit there thinking that it's easy for me and that I just find it really simple and I'm just naturally motivated because I am not. I have to push myself all the time to do the workouts. But in my 25 plus years of regular exercise and working with loads and loads of women over the last 10 years, I have definitely learned a thing or two. I've learned a few tricks and I've learned about a few of the reasons that we find it hard and how we can make it that bit easier or that bit simpler for us. 
and make it much more likely that we're going to reach those goals for ourselves. So I kind of want you to bear that in mind as I go through this, that, you know, I'm not sitting here on some high horse being this super motivated person who finds it easy to get up and do a workout. Even 25 years later, I still struggle sometimes. I still have to push myself. I still have to make myself do it. I still find my brain coming up with all of the excuses about why I should probably just leave it and do it tomorrow, right? It happens. But I think that because of that, I'm probably the perfect person to help you with this because I understand the struggle, right? But I have also figured it out, right? I've figured out how to keep myself going and how to make sure that I've made fitness like a, well, it is one of the most important parts of my life. And it would be even if I wasn't doing this job right, because it has just so, so, so many benefits. So that's really what I want you to bear in mind. So what I'm going to talk about today are, yes, the best ways to move your body and what kind of an ideal fitness routine might look like if there is such a thing. But I'm also going to start by talking about some of the reasons that we struggle with exercise, why it feels hard, why we always leave it until last and why it can feel really, really hard to prioritise it in our lives. And just get ready for a few home truths here as well, because I think we all need a little bit of that from time to time, but also be kind with yourself. You know, this is not about beating yourself up because you're not doing the thing. This is about understanding why it has felt so hard for you and understanding what you might be able to do to change that and what mindset shifts you might be able to take in order to get to the place that you want to. So I think the first thing to talk about is why, why is it so hard? Why is exercise and why is working out so damn hard? Well, I think number one, obvious one, it feels like a chore. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, oh, God, I can't be bothered. I don't want to do it today. I'm too tired, right? It feels like a chore. I think number two, it can be uncomfortable, particularly if we haven't done anything for a long time. You know, I get women coming to me who have never really formally exercised or haven't done things for three, four, five, six years, right? And that can feel intensely uncomfortable because we are trying to get our heads around a new skill. And that is what it is. Like It's almost like we think that exercise should come naturally to us, but it doesn't. It is a skill. It is something that we have to learn. And that is an uncomfortable place to be, especially as an adult, right? We don't like not knowing stuff. We we like to think that we've got it covered and we avoid stuff that does feel uncomfortable. So it, it definitely feels uncomfortable. Number three, we see it as something that we have to do to ourselves rather than for ourselves. And I think this is a biggie. It's like, I've got to exercise today. I suppose I'd better do that workout. And that instantly drains us like of all motivation to do the thing, right? Number four, it is exercise can be deeply connected to the idea of punishing our bodies and making up for other non-ideal choices, e.g. food choices, right? I've got to burn off that donut I had this morning. Oh, I had a like big weekend. I've got to exercise extra hard this week, right? It becomes about punishment and punishing yourself for all of the things that you've eaten that you shouldn't have eaten. And and that's hard. And also punishing your body into being the way that you want it to be, right? It's about, I want my body to look a certain way and I'm going to keep pushing my body until it looks like that. And that is really punishing and that makes it feel really, really hard. Number five, it's hard because of our internal chatter. Because if we have all of these like things going on saying, I don't like exercise, it's too hard. If we have low self-esteem, if we don't know what we're doing, if we feel out of place, then 
that's going to make it hard, isn't it? Like if if we've got all of that going on, you know, and for a lot of us, we have a lot of those things going on, actually, it's going to be really, really hard to make yourself do the thing, right? It's going to be hard to do that regular exercise. And I think number six, the fi- I say the final one, I'm sure there are other reasons why exercise is hard, but these are the main ones. So number six is our identity. So our identity can be really tied up with the idea that we are not somebody who exercises or we are not somebody who enjoys exercise. Like I hear a lot of people saying, oh, I've never really liked exercise. I've always found exercise really hard. And, you know, believe me, our brain will fight tooth and nail to keep us in the same identity. We have these identities within us that we will hold onto for dear life even when they're not serving us anymore. And particularly when it comes to exercise, we have certain identities around, I'm not somebody who does that. It's not something I enjoy, right? And if that's your identity, then how likely is it that you are going to discover a joy for exercise? You are going to discover that you actually enjoy how you feel when you do it? Probably not very likely. So as I've gone through those, I'm fairly sure that you will have identified with with at least a couple of those, if not more. You'll have identified that some of that might be present within your life. And even if it's like you are exercising regularly, but maybe you're not getting the results that you want, or you've, you know that you've got into a rut with your exercise, or you've got onto a plateau and nothing is changing and you don't know how to change it. Like, all of those, it's almost like we, we're going to continually reach these new plateaus in life where we're not sure where we need to push ourselves, where we're in our comfort zone, right? And we need to push beyond that. So even if that's the place that you are, even if you are exercising regularly, but it's not getting you what you want, some of this might be true for you as well. You know, the idea of changing your routine might feel really uncomfortable because you don't know what you're doing. You know, I get a lot of women coming to me who are like runners and things like that. They've never done strength training and they keep saying, oh, I I know I should do it, but I don't really know what to do, right? So it feels uncomfortable or we'll say to ourselves, well, I just love cardio. I don't really like doing weights or, you know, things like that. So all of these things, whether you are not exercising really right now or you are, but you want something different for yourself, all of these things can definitely, definitely show up for us, right? So what do we do about it? I'm, and again, I'm going to go, th- I'm going to take them one by one. Those things, those those things that we find hard, I'm going to take them one by one and we're going to address them. So number one, it feels like a chore. Now, I'm not going to sit here and trot out the old classic, just find some exercise you enjoy. Because if you struggle with exercise full stop, that's going to feel like an impossible task in the first place, right? It's going to feel really, really hard to just find some exercise you enjoy. Plus, and I think this is the big one for me, is that when we keep saying that to ourselves, we're doing ourselves a real disservice. Because when you have gone and you've tried a class and you didn't enjoy that, and you tried something else and you didn't enjoy that, and you tried going for a run and you didn't enjoy that, then all you're doing is building a picture of, I don't, exercise isn't for me. I just don't enjoy it. I've never found anything that I like, right? But the truth is, what we're telling ourselves is that we're not somebody who can put up with a bit of discomfort. We're not somebody who can do hard things. If we want to get into fitness long-term, if we want to make it a part of our lives, then I think that we have to, to a certain extent, expect a little bit of discomfort. (laughs) And that's the truth of it. And I think when we go into this thinking, oh, I'm just going to find something I love and it's going to be easy then it's also really easy to give up when we're not finding the thing we love. So actually when we go into it, knowing that actually it might feel hard when I'm doing it, it might not feel lovely at the time, but 
I know that afterwards it's going to feel good and afterwards it's going to serve me and get me towards my goals, then that changes our perspective completely. And I think this is, you know, there's nothing wrong with finding exercise you love, right? Of course, there is nothing wrong with that. However, when people keep trotting it out and saying, all you've got to do is find some exercise you enjoy, it just, it simplifies exercise to a degree that is not helpful to us because we need to be people who can go out of our comfort zones. In fact, it's really important that we actually do that, right? So we need to know that we are someone who can go out of their comfort zones. We need to know that we are somebody who can do hard things. We need to know that we are somebody who can put up with a bit of discomfort, right? That is part of the package. You're not going to find an exercise that feels good for every second that you're doing it. We're just not it's going to feel hard. You're going to have to push yourself through it and you're going to have to come out the other side, right? But the reward is so, so, so much bigger than the discomfort that you might be feeling, okay? So I just want to put that out there because I think that, you know, we've got some maybe myth busting. Myth busting is that, I'm not sure if that's the right way to say it, but for me, I just think that that whole thing is a bit like, okay, it's just, it's going to feel hard sometimes and that's okay. You know, when I go into the gym, I do not always find it easy. I just don't. And that sort of takes me on to point number two, where I was saying it can feel uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, it can be. And the thing is, if it does start to feel really comfortable, then you're not doing it right. (laughs) So I still find workouts hard because I just keep ramping up the intensity. So don't go by the belief that it's just easier for some people or that it should be getting easier for you. And this is something that I really find puts people off because they start off finding it uncomfortable and they keep saying to themselves, well, it's okay because it'll get easier. It'll get easier. It'll get easier. And then they'll turn around to me two months later and say, oh, why is it not getting any easier? And I'll be like, well, because I keep upping the intensity. (laughs) It's never meant to get easier, right? It gets more challenging. You get fitter so that you can cope with more challenge, but it's not going to get easy. And like I say, the minute that I'm starting to find it easy is the minute that I know it's time to step things up again, is the minute that I know I'm not quite doing it right. (laughs) Okay. So know that, know that it's not supposed to get easier and easier and easier. You just keep getting stronger and you keep ramping it up. And believe me, when you get into it, you are going to love that aspect of it. You're going to love, love, love to challenge yourself and to feel that you're improving and your fitness is growing and you're doing all of those things. So that's part of the the discomfort thing. But the other part of it is know that everybody, everybody who started out had no clue what they were doing. When I joined a gym 25 years ago, I had no clue what I was doing. I had to figure it out for myself. So I when I first joined that gym, I remember having um, a session with a PT who just like literally gave me like a really basic plan to do in the gym that I followed myself on some of the weights machines. And I'd never really done weights. I'd always just done cardio before. I'd never really done weights machines. And I started on these weights machines. And I was like, oh, this is quite good. And from there, I started to figure it out for myself. I started to go out there and research it and um, you know, buy all the magazines so I get some new ideas on what to do. And I gradually started doing the free weights more and all of those things, right? So yeah, I know what I'm doing now. I've been doing it for 25 years. I flipping well should, right? But I didn't know what I was doing when I started. It felt uncomfortable the first few times I went to the gym. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. So it's okay if it feels uncomfortable, right? And it feels uncomfortable for everybody at the start. And also it keeps feeling uncomfortable because you have to keep challenging yourself. The third one, we were, uh, which I was talking about, which was we see it as something we have to do to ourselves rather than for ourselves. So 
this is one where we we just have to flip the narrative. Let's start to see exercise as something we get to do for ourselves. Let's see exercise as something we are bloody lucky enough to have the ability to do. Let's start seeing it as something that can really deeply nourish us and can totally change our relationship with ourselves, even without our body changing. Like even if you just do the exercise and the body doesn't change, believe me, your relationship with yourself will change, right? So exercise is something we get to do for ourselves, not to ourselves. And that takes me on to the fourth one, which was this connection with the idea of punishing our bodies. And diet culture, totally to blame for this. All those bloody newspaper articles, I swear to God, if I see another one of these, particularly around like Easter and Christmas and stuff, and you've you've probably seen them yourself where it's like, oh, did you know there are 33,000 calories in a cream egg and it's going to take you a 17 hour run to burn it off? It's it's absolute bollocks. It really is. And they list it. They're like, oh, this one will only take you an hour, but this one is really bad because it's going to take you 78 hours to burn it off, right? Just like, are, are we serious? Exercise is not a punishment. Exercise is not something we do to earn food or to make up for what we've eaten. Exercise is an act of self-care. And we need to see it as that. We need to try and disconnect it from the body ideal. Will your body change when you exercise? Probably, maybe, but will your self-confidence, your sense of self-efficacy, your sense of self change? A hundred bloody percent, right? Whether or not your body changes, you will get positive stuff out of exercise. And for as long as we see it as something that we have to do to make up for what we've eaten, as long as we see it as punishing ourselves, as long as we see it as trying to like beat our body into submission, it's going to feel hard, right? So let's flip the script, okay? We get to exercise and we get to exercise to connect with ourselves, to connect with our body, to connect with what our body is capable of doing, right? And when you connect into that, my God, things change. You get so much more out of exercise. Exercise suddenly feels like this amazing big thing that is full of possibility, right? It really, really is. And I, I just, I'm so, oh, I'm so like, I hate to say the word passionate because everyone says I'm so passionate about, but it's like, I, I just, I have this thing within myself where I, I need to share this message, right? It's not about punishing yourself. It is something that we get to do for ourselves, right? And then the last couple were about kind of the inter internal chatter and the identity, the identity tied up with, I, I'm not somebody who enjoys exercise. I'm not somebody who does exercise. I don't really like it. It's too hard, right? And of course, when that's going on, we're not going to do the thing. So with this, it the first step is really about getting to know and understand that chatter, getting to know and understand that this has become a part of your identity and that your identity is something that actually, yes, it is hard to change, but if you have the awareness, it becomes a lot easier. So become aware, become aware of what's going on with you, become aware of what that identity is and what that internal chatter is, and then start to think about how you can gradually change that identity. You don't have to change overnight and say, I am somebody who loves exercise because you're not going to believe that, but you might believe that you are somebody who is going to go out there and find exercise that works for them, right? You are somebody, maybe become somebody who believes that exercise is something that you get to do for yourself, not to yourself, right? You can start to create those new beliefs, but awareness is the first step with that, definitely. So now that we've covered all of that, what does great movement look like? Well, 
first of all, I'm going to say this is going to look different for everybody, okay? Because everyone's going to have certain things that they enjoy more, certain things they lean towards more than others. So this is just my personal take on it from the things that have worked for me, the things that have worked for my clients over the years. And I do want to say and and stress strongly that you don't have to do all of these things straight away, okay? I'm just giving you the key components that you might want to work towards. So strength training a couple of times a week, interval or intensity training a couple of times a week, yoga, pilates and or stretching a couple of times a week and then walking where you can. And if you like longer cardio and that's your bag, then do a bit of that. It's not really for me. (laughs) So I just do walking where I can, but if that is your bag, then add a bit of that in. Now that feels like quite a lot, right? But you could probably cover that in three sessions a week. So in some of the programs that I do, for example, you will combine strength training, interval training into one half an hour session. You'll do a couple of those a week and then you'll do a nice stretchy session. Lovely. And actually for many of my clients, for many of my new clients, I actually recommend they start with just a couple of sessions a week because the key here is just to start, right? It's not about going for broke straight away and then ending up feeling broken and totally unmotivated because that's what happens when you try and go all in, right? Instead, it's about finding ways you can move your body and create the habit of movement. We're trying to create a habit first and foremost. We're not necessarily trying to get the big results straight away. We're trying to create the habit, however that looks for you, however that works for you. So habit is king. So we create the habit first in a way that feels really, really good once or twice a week is absolutely fine. And then you build it from there. And I really, really mean this. You've got to stop thinking that you've got to do it all at once because that will become your biggest downfall. Remember that every bit of movement benefits you. And if you can begin to see movement as something you do for yourself rather than to yourself and as a punishment, then you're also going to start to see that every little bit means something. Yeah. It's not about beating your body into submission until you've proved yourself once again, that exercise is in fact horrible and hard and something you don't want to do, right? That is not the place that we want to go. Instead, it's about gently leading yourself in the direction you want to go in with the knowledge that this is something you do for life, not just something you pick up for a few weeks and then put down again when it gets too hard. This really is something that you will continue to work on for life. I continue to work on after 25 years of doing it regularly, right? And that's okay. So yeah, not beating yourself into submission, but actually creating the habit and then building the habit. And the thing is, like I said a few weeks ago, I like I know that exercise can be transformational to your whole life. You know, not only is it amazing for your health and well-being, including your mental health, not only are you going to live longer and have better quality of life, not only are you going to be stronger and more capable, but it is also going to prove to you on a regular basis that you can do hard shit. And that is priceless. That is absolutely priceless, right? So by this point, you have loads of tools to help you get started or ramp up your routine if it's gone a bit stale. You've got the mindset, we've talked about that. So hopefully you're understanding why you might have struggled with exercise in the past and you've started to address that. You've also started to address any stress and busyness that might be holding you back as well. And all of those things are going to build some really amazing foundations for adding in the movement and adding in the nutrition. Okay, so hopefully you're starting to build this lovely big picture of the things that you need to do. Like I say, if this is the first of these episodes that you've landed on, then do go back and have a listen because they're going to kind of give you 
the sort of foundational steps, I suppose, for this, and then you can then build on it. And if you have been listening, then hopefully you are, you agree with me. You are like, yes, I'm getting there. I'm just, things are starting to change for me. My mindset is starting to change. That would be an amazing, amazing result from this. So next up, for the fifth and final pillar next week, we're going to get into talking about protecting your power. This is the final piece of the puzzle. It's going to be totally, totally amazing. So I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will look forward to seeing you back here for that next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.